Welcome to the Prince Manasseh Achu podcast. Prophet Manasseh Achu is the general overseer of the Watered Garden Church in Ghana, West Africa. Thank you for joining us for another power-packed session. Through the teaching of God's word and the ministration of the spirit, we restore God's glory in mankind. Enjoy the transformational power of God's word as you listen to today's message. Thank you, Father. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Last Sunday in Abuja, I shared a word on being taught of the Spirit or being taught by the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible says in the epistle of John, the first epistle, chapter 2, verse 27, that the anointing that you've received of him abides in you and uh, as that anointing teacheth you all things and is true and is not a lie and as it has taught you all things abide in him now the anointing there is personified because the holy spirit himself is the first anointing in your life the holy spirit himself is the anointing within he is the anointing himself you see and the Bible says that this anointing, which is the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, or the presence and the work of the Holy Spirit in your life, teaches you all things, not some things. Remember that anybody who will teach you anything will just teach you some things. Because what thing knows the things of a man save the Spirit? Of a man that is in him. So the things of God know no man except the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, searcheth all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit is the only person, ladies and gentlemen, that can scrutinize, examine, descend, and reveal all things. So then it makes his teaching absolute or exhaustive. Experience is a good teacher. But you are limited to what you've experienced <laughs> by its very nature you are limited because you can't know everything you can't pass through everything you can see no but the holy spirit he created the world he formed everything he designed time it's not as if he has to find out and know what is going to happen he designed time and purpose and events and ultimately Everything is created. He knows how they will turn out and how they will behave and he knows what. And he has his sovereignty there also to make all things conform to his purpose. So, I taught last Sunday back in Abuja on being taught of the Lord. Being taught by the Holy Spirit. And that we have to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us. It's okay to allow men to teach you. Your pastors must teach you. Your mentors must teach you. Take a course in MBA. But after... The MBA course. You still need the Holy Spirit. I said to them that you can be introduced to the greatest people in life. But if you meet them at the wrong time of your life, they will even confuse you the more. There are certain books, so-called good books or best books. When you read them at the wrong time, they just confuse you the more. So everything has to be ordered by the Holy Spirit. The last Monday... I taught on the preeminence of the Holy Spirit. 
the lordship of the holy spirit he's already lord but he must be lord jesus said you believe in god believe also in me because believing in god is not enough you can believe in god and go to hell if you don't believe in jesus you will still go to hell though you believed in god the same way if you believe in jesus and you don't believe in the holy spirit you will go to heaven all right but you know what will happen to you you barely make it you will be whipped on earth here oh man you believe in jesus believe also in the holy ghost the previous monday i taught on the preeminence of the word of god the word of god must be first god gave the word and great was the company of them that published it the publishers were many but god still had to first give the word the bible says how can they preach i said they be sent the original word you see the word we actually preach is christ that which was first spoken by the lord and was confirmed to us by them that heard it so the first word must come from god the first word for this church is not what we want to do it's not our plan it's the counsel of the lord that's preeminent our theme scriptures for this year is when people cannot see what god is doing they stumble all over themselves but when they attend to that which is revealed they are most blessed that is a message translation of the scripture which says where there's no vision the people perish the vision there is a revelation so we talk about the preeminence of the word then we talk about the preeminence of the holy spirit today i want to share something i'll give you the title later i was reading about joshua actually yesterday we were supposed to go pray for somebody who was the doctors felt they had finished and so the doctor told me that most of the people who have these conditions don't make it and when i was in abuja i received a text message that she was in the intensive care not a member of the church but truly beloved and so i asked i prevailed on god to preserve his life and when i came they had released him from the intensive care and we were going to pray for her yesterday so whilst we're praying to go minister to the person the holy spirit dropped a scripture in my spirit and the scripture is this god said to joshua let the priest carry the ark when they step in jordan it will stop the river will stop flowing he said that obstacle jordan represents the last obstacle before you enter into your promise let a priest carry the ark the ark represented the presence of god or the holy ghost or the anointing or the glory and the bible says when the feet of the priest step into jordan jordan that had overflown his banks it dried up it's been proven that the ground became dry dry not some muddy place dry enough for all these heavy chariots and heavy israelites to pass through and so i said well we are priests of god carrying the ark and when we step in here when we step there every jordan river must part every devil must give way every obstacle must give way out of that i began to develop a word for today's service because that was the last word god put in my spirit that was the rema that was the revelation that is what will prevail not my notes this is in joshua 3 so i decided let me read the whole story and then get the proper background so i'll be able to understand what really happened 
So I read Joshua 1, Joshua 2, and Joshua 3 itself. And I read it again. And then I found some important things I, I realized I could share tonight. Then when I was getting ready to come, God fine-tuned it and gave me the final rema. Listen, 2016, you will be on top, above only. An old lady came on the television yesterday, or three days ago, so a few days ago. She has the impudence to tell the whole world that secret to her long life is in smoking cigarette. She smokes 30 sticks of cigarette, 30 sticks of cigarette every day, and she's 112. Somebody who is doing the wrong thing has lived one and twelve. You two, you are doing all the right thing and you want to die now. Sometimes, me, I don't get it. She's been smoking. That thing should kill her within one minute. She's one and twelve. And instead of giving glory to God, or even saying because I exercise a lot, because a woman works a lot, the devil wants to hijack that miracle. Or that crooked, nosed devil. And somebody will go and smoke cigarette and get cancer of the lungs and die. And I said, me, Manasseh, I will live in divine health. I will be the longest living human being ever in history. Me. I've always confessed it and I know it. Hey, there's somebody smoking. I'm sure he even smokes people. Because with this kind of addiction there, 30 pieces or 30 sticks every day, I'm sure there are other things she smokes. She's doing everything wrong. Hello. Don't allow mosquitoes, whatever. The latest is the one they say, when you are drinking from the can't drink crowd, they want to frighten with. They say the urine of mice. They say all these can't drinks, you know, they are kept in the warehouse. And if a mouse should just urinate, it's so poisonous, you die. Yes, the urine of rat and mouse. And so, when you get a can drink, you have to wash it or you have to sanitize it. Of course, we should keep hygiene, right? I mean, I told you already that I me, mean, I do everything right. I wash my hands. I'm the man who washes my hands most in this world, me, I know. I just don't like that. So, anything I touch, I wash my hands or I sanitize it. I mean, most of the time, I'm able to wash it. Even when I sanitize, because I still don't feel... We do everything right already. But we will not be in bondage to fear. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Now, I'm not saying that be foolish and be careless. But I'm saying that what kill other people can't kill you. Oh, you didn't hear me. Jesus abolished death and I brought life and immortality to light by the gospel. So I decided to read Joshua and, you know, find out how they got to Jericho. And so, you know, Joshua 1 talks about the commissioning of Joshua. And he started with the word of the Lord. After the death of Moses, the servant of God, one of the greatest leaders in all history, Moses. God said to Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. But I want you to rise and take these people across the Jordan 
and you shall divide for them an inheritance. That is the assignment of a leader. You take everybody into his inheritance. Where the greatest inheritance oh, anybody would ever have is his potential, his life assignment, God's will for him, God's purpose for him. You take people into their purpose. You teach people to find their God-given assignment, fulfilling destiny, realizing their potential. You show people who they are in the promise, in Christ. Then he said, these are the boundary lines from this great river Euphrates to the great sea, the Mediterranean, to this Lebanon, it shall be your coast. And then he said to Joshua, that be strong and be very courageous. And then this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. And observe to do all that is written therein. That's how you make your way prosperous and you have good success. And then he came back and said, be strong and very courageous. I think that for a long time, we've been talking about this book of the Lord should not depart from your mouth. But we forget that God told Joshua, be strong and very courageous. And when you look at the, the Hebrew words, they are the same thing. The word for the strong and the word for courage, it was the same thing. So it's like, be courageous, be courageous, or be strong, be strong. Then he said, the word of God should not depart from your mouth. Then he came back and said, be strong, be strong, or be courageous, be strong, strong, courageous. There were two different words, but they mean the same thing. People of God, you cannot be successful without courage. For a long time, we've ignored that part. Show me any great man anywhere in the world and I'll show you a courageous man. The fact that God was emphasizing meant that Joshua was going to see things that would frighten him. The land they were going to, the Hivites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Gegashites, Seven nations, the tithes and the heights and the vites. And these were warriors. There were even anakims in the land. And so everything in the land had a potential of frightening you. Now, look at me and listen very carefully. When people spied the land, they said the land was a land that eated up the inhabitants thereof. They said the land is good, but there's a problem with the land. Now, it was God who promised Abraham that land. At the time of the fulfillment of the promise, the wrong people were on the land. And we already established that the Canaan land originally was the land given to Canaan, the son of Ham, the grandson of Noah, who was cursed. So that was like a cursed land. How come a cursed land became a promised land and a land of blessing? Because when God speaks about a land, no matter the curse on the land, God can turn a wilderness into a forest. And you know, the fact that there were curses and wrong people on the land didn't change God's mind. It didn't nullify the power of God's promise and the blessing of God's promise. And God didn't change it. Because if God was the one blessing the lands, he could have blessed another land and sent the Israelites there. So that means that in God's original plan, my people should experience some warfare. That warfare is not supposed to kill them. It's to train them. Somebody sent us some, you know, we have a WhatsApp page for pastors. And somebody left something on it. He said, 
if your child is a coward it is because you try to remove all obstacles from his way he said if your child is jealous is because you have always compared him with others he said if your child still steals in spite of the fact that you provide him everything is because you don't allow him to choose but if your child is a coward it is because you always try to solve every problem for him if you overprotect your child that one too has a complex so god is not going to sit down and do everything for you like i told rita today look at your face all day long all night long and say how great thou art god's not going to sit down and then cross his leg and just say oh my son how great thou art you don't believe me though he were a son yet lent he obedience through the things he suffered hey son of god himself already clean from heaven he hasn't committed any sin he didn't have problem with the flesh he had the wisdom of god clean man he still had to learn obedience through the things he suffered you know why sometimes we are stupid taflache it's because we don't want to be exposed to any form of suffering and so we are not leaders the unbelievers are leading us they are bold they go through suffering and they are ready to if there should be an accident on the road now guess people will rush there it will be unbelievers they'll go and help we are too careful we want to discern if that accident is not a trap because you can get there and something will happen to you once you are doing that somebody's dying or unbelievers will carry them we don't want to venture into politics <laughs> yes we say we are the leaders who says that it is easy as a christian to be in politics because the thing is a party you can't just stand and say you are a christian so what your being a christian doesn't matter it's a party so they will do what they like but you too you cannot run away from it because you say the place is not clean that's why we have examples of the daniels in babylon you don't get it Taflache, you are in a situation where even the food you eat they will sacrifice to idols first before they bring it your name has been changed they gave you the name of an idol there's no temple there there's nothing about god i was listening to dr mensah autobahn yesterday on radio and you were talking about of course i've read this before but he just reminded me of that beautiful example how a country sent a representative to go and do feasibility studies to see if they could sell shoes in a particular town or village and the first guy they sent went and called headquarters and said this thing forget it nobody wears shoes in this town the chief doesn't wear shoe the servants don't wear shoe nobody mitresse the chief's wife doesn't wear shoe nobody wears shoes nobody wears slippers they're all barefooted so let's just forget it so they call him back to headquarters then later they send another person the guy came and said wow he called headquarters and said wow this is big market there's no shoes here we will give everybody shoe here everybody will learn to wear shoes here and he was saying the same problem but a perspective somebody seeing something different be strong and be very courageous we want our jordan to part but we don't want the jordan we want the red sea to part and we don't want the red sea hey we are wonderful we want to be delivered from a lion's den but we don't want the lion's den we want the testimony the incredible testimony of these great people but we don't want to go through any challenge we just want it we just want to sit down and then everything happens so he said be strong then when he finished the people said to him you know what 
everything you've commanded us will obey. They said to Joshua, as we obeyed Moses, so we obey you. Only be thou strong. Come on. They say, if you're going to be our leader, we just want you to be bold and strong. We pledge allegiance to you. We even swear that anybody who rebels against you will kill him. And people of God, when people realize the sacredness of the commission and the sacredness of the position that God has placed us, and they pledge 100% allegiance, that's a winning people. But they said to Joshua, be strong. And I want to say to you, be strong. Now, people think that because we say 2016 is going to be wonderful, there will be no challenges. That's not what we mean. Challenges are very essential for victories. Then, in chapter 2, Joshua sent two spies into the promised land. You remember Moses did the same thing. And that's how come they spent 40 years in the wilderness. Same thing. Moses sent 12 spies, one each. That was a democracy. Who are you trying to please? Child of God. Who are you trying to please? Let's just, uh, every tribe. And so, they got one person each. Only two people brought the right report. The ten people seemed to prevail with a negative report. And the whole congregation sat down and cried the whole night. And said, we will not go to the promised land. We are going back to Egypt. And that's how come they spent 40 years in what was supposed to be 39 days journey. It's called the Kadesh Benia incident. Same thing Moses did, Joshua did. But something changed. Instead of 12, Joshua said 2. You see, I think we all have to get to the place where we understand that numbers work only when there is agreement. Actually, 2 is a number for agreement. All you need is just somebody to agree with you. The numbers are important only when there is an agreement. So Joshua sent two. Now, Joshua sent two spies into the promised land. And though all the things they were supposed to go and look out for physically, in terms of battle strategy, was not needed and was not used. Because God used another method by bringing down the walls of Jericho. Yet, the most important thing about Joshua's men he sent into the promised land was the word they brought from the promise the first guys came and brought a negative where he killed everybody these two guys came and said look god has given the land to us the inhabitants of the land trembled and joshua said let us arise he needed a word from the spirit a word from the promise that could propel him then in chapter three we see the ark the priest carrying the ark, which stands for the presence of God or the Holy Ghost. And he did a miracle. So the secret has always been the word and the spirit. Always. For Moses, God gave him the rod, which is symbolic of the word, and the tablet, which was still the word. And then the pillar of fire, which was symbolic of the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. For Joshua, God gave him the written word, this book of the law. And then also the ark of covenant. But Joshua 3 where we are, where Jordan dries before the people of God was the work of the Holy Spirit. When priests carry the ark, Jordan dries. And people of God, I want every priest in this house to carry the ark. Honey, you know what? That's why I preach on Ruach Adonai. Spirit Lord. He says, now the Lord is that spirit. 
And where the spirit of the Lord is, original says, where the spirit is Lord, there's liberty. And that liberty is talking about the glorious liberty of the sons of God. We manifest fully. All the inhibitions of the flesh are removed. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit must be Lord. You know what he said? He said there must be 2,000 cubits between the priest and all the people so that nobody overshadows the crowd. That's like four-fifths of a mile. 2,000 cubits. The priest will come far away and everybody can see the ark there. The Holy Ghost must become the main person, the main... We have to get it right this year. I'm telling you, last year was our year of the Spirit, and this year is also our year of the Holy Spirit, and we have to get it right. Let me tell you something. You see, for that to be growth, there must be a structure. There must be systems. Interestingly, spiritual things are not like natural things. So, if you try to structure outside the Holy Ghost, your church will be like a Catholic church. It will be another powerful organization on earth. And the Holy Spirit will live. The structure has to be his structure. We are building a system and a structure for growth, for explosion. But that structure must still come from the Holy Ghost. So, these are Israelites going to take the promised land and God gave every instructions. And they followed the instructions to the latter. Do you know that Joshua tried one time and they failed? To show you that the man was not a superman. It was just obedience to the Holy Ghost. You remember when they went and fought with I? They used the wrong strategy. Something was wrong and they took it for granted. And it affected their strategy. I even said that even if the Holy Ghost gives you the structure and you make the structure your Holy Ghost, that one too, the Holy Ghost will withdraw. You didn't get me? God can even tell you to do something. He spoke it. But if after a while, you make that thing your God, the structure will be there without a life. The Holy Spirit wants to give you an instruction and he wants to be the method. It was God who anointed David and endowed him with gifts to handle the bow. And yet David said, I will not trust in my bow. Which means that though the gift of the spirit you have or the endowments you have are given to you by God and he wants you to use it. I'm not saying don't use it. You see, the Holy Spirit is right present. I want to show you how you can be very successful in life. In this service. You know, the secret is being led by the Holy Spirit. But it is not easy to be led. It's not easy. The first leadings you receive from the Holy Ghost are his tutorials. It's just to teach you how to learn obedience. So he will take you to any place he wants. Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, not into the palace, into the blessing. He was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It takes time to master active obedience. It takes a very long time. That's why Jesus had to wait until 30 years before he began his assignment. It takes a long time to learn how to be yielded to the Spirit. It takes a very long time. I want us to go to Hebrews chapter 5. And we're going to read it. Okay? 
every high priest taken from among men. Hebrews 5. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. That he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that, he himself also is compassed with infirmity. And by reason hereof, he ought, as for the people, so also for himself, to offer for sins. And no man taketh this honor unto him, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest. But he that said unto him, thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. As he said also in another place, thou art the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong cries and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and he was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, yet lent he obedience through the things which he suffered and being made perfect he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him called of god acknowledged saluted designated and high priest after the order of melchizedek full stop let's go back to verse one let me show you something god said every priest god will choose he will choose it from men and he's ordained for the things of men, or he's ordained to sacrifice for sins and to make offerings or sacrifices on behalf of people for sins. And the Bible says that this man should be able to have compassion on the ignorant and people who are out of the way because he himself also is encompassed with infirmity. You see, you can never be a deliverer of people, a savior of people, if you don't know what the people go through. You will just be Mr. Theory. Look at the next verse. By reason hereof, he ought, as for the people, so also for himself, offer for sins. God made sure that he himself could identify with the true needs of the people. Look at the next verse. And nobody presumptuously takes this title upon himself, I'm a priest. Hey, you would die flat. Go and ask Mr. Uziah. King Uziah was one of the, <laughs> the most favorite kings. So he thought he was greatly loved. So one day he ventured into the office of a priest. He had leprosy right there in the temple. Nobody takes this honor upon himself. Except he that is called of God, as was Aaron. So Christ also glorified not himself a high priest. You know, people think that spiritual things is just some joke. You do whatever you like. I'm a son of God, so I come. I'm a priest. Hey, no. No. I say no. The Bible says, the same person who said to him, thou art my son. He waited for the same person to say to him that you are a priest forever. After the order of Melchizedek. Is it true that spiritual things, you don't do them presumptuously? 
Yes. That is why you need to be trained in the school of the spirit. We can call you and put a bishop's cassock on you. If you are not trained by the spirit, you will stray into things that God had not authorized. Can I tell you something? Initially, our sanctification has got to do with where we are in relation to sin and devil. But after a while in God, your sanctification is measured by where you are in the will of God. In the purpose of God. What that means is that you need to know the will of God. You must know. You must master the will of God. You must be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You must know what pleases God at any time. Now what pleases the people? What pleases God? And it is a school you attend in the spirit. And this is how he starts. Today you are not eating. Fast. You want to go out and he said, today you are not going out. That's how it starts. The leading of the Holy Spirit, what is it? The inner witness. It is the simplest but it's the most difficult. Because usually with the inner witness, it's just signals. You don't hear clear words. And if you're even going to hear the voice of the spirit clear words most of the time is by faith so it takes a lot of effort to be quiet enough in the inside to hear it is such a discipline and the bible says jesus though he were a son the next verse verse seven did you see that can you see it? who in the days of his flesh now look at me the word human and humus and humility they are from the same root word when god puts you in this flesh called humanity it is you are intentionally made lower it's a place of humility subjection so when jesus became a man he didn't presume oh i'm god i'm god Actually, for him to be on the safe side, he was calling himself the son of man. Your being this body, the purpose is humility. That's the purpose. So, when he was in the days of his flesh, look at what that wise man did. In the days of his flesh, what did he do? He offered up prayers and supplications with strong cries and tears that is what you too you don't want to do because you you are sophisticated you know everything you will fail miserably desperation and the cry beating his chest and that helped him though being a son he learned obedience through the things he suffered and being made perfect I'm surprised people think this is just a magic. God just worked. Back, 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 back. Ah. When he was perfect, then he uttered eternal salvation. Bible says that just as the physical things have to be sanctified by sacrifice, the heavenly things should be sanctified with better sacrifices. This is Hebrews 9, 23. Let's look at it. It was therefore necessary 
that the patterns of things in heaven should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices. I don't know what kind of ministry you have, but if it's going to be an excelling one, the sacrifices have to be better. Oh, yes. And let me finish. Though he were son, yet lent he obedience. One version says, though he was a son of God, he had to learn what it meant to be under the instruction of God. He had to learn how it meant to be under the orders of God. One translation says, he learned active obedience. Special obedience. You know, discipline is the training of the mind and the body to yield self-control and obedience. So we are talking about discipline here. We are talking about discipline here. The guy had been trained through suffering. Ah, he sees the thing say, no, I can't touch it. Because Holy Ghost said, do this. And he, he won't even think. Because he has been trained and programmed for obedience. There's a training that makes you obey God at every time. And that's the training we need. And it's the Holy Ghost who will train us. It's the same Holy Ghost who will train us. So he will lead you to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. You receive some punches and then you come back and say, how are you? Then you say, I'm okay. Then it's okay. Then he holds your hand. Then he takes you here. He puts you under wicked men for a while. He puts you under unbelievers for a while. Then he sends you here. You are supposed to be promoted. Then you are transferred to Tamale. And you know in Ghana to transfer out of Accra is punity. Which is wrong anyway. Because Tamale is, is just like every place. Then you go there. They're like, Charlie, I'll resign or I must travel. I must travel. God said, you are not traveling. You are not traveling. Look at me. Some of you can't even see that your marriage, God designed that to be the best university. And that if you can master this, there is nobody you cannot work with. And there is no, not, people can't even see it. People just want to run away. Run away. No staying power. They want to run away. One year in marriage, you want to run away. Oh. One year, you want to run away. No, don't misunderstand me. I know some marriages are not meant to be. But you can't be running away from everything. In the leadings of the spirit, there comes a time in your life when things are hard. If you to escape, you get into a trap. Actually, there comes a time in your life where God is dealing with you. Anybody who tries to help you, both the person and you yourself, you get into more trouble. Because not the devil, it's God himself. He's cooking you in the crucible of affliction so that you can learn active obedience. God doesn't have to come and push you. He just speaks softly. And once has God spoken, twice you've heard. Though he were a son, he learned obedience, active special obedience. Now, the obedience here is... Hupakoi. What it means is attentive hearkening, compliance, submission, and obedience. That's the meaning of the word. You know, the problem is we are trying to please people. We want people to know that we are also doing well. So we want to do something 
That makes people think that we too, we have a vision. See, Jesus' brothers told him that, are you not going to Jerusalem? He said, I go not yet. They say, there's no prophet who does anything in secret and expects to be known. Go and show your works in Jerusalem so that people can see and then you too can become popular. Except my time is not yet up. But you, every time is your time. And they all left. Then later, I'm sure when the Holy Ghost said you can go now. One of the greatest frustrations of the leading of the Holy Spirit is waiting. And it's a test on whether you are still alive in the flesh or not. When God asked Moses to come on the mountain for the Lord, for the first six days, God didn't show up. Moses was just sitting down there. God said, if you go home, go home. The first day passed, second day passed, third day passed. Hey, so are we just here to sit down? God didn't even mind him. He said, oh, if you want to go, you can go. The seventh day before God showed up, seven solid days, and when he came to, he won't make it short. He used 40 days to finish giving instructions. 40 days. That's one month and 10 days. And then we are surprised we are not like Moses. You would have closed gone home. The other frustration about the leading of the Holy Ghost is the fact that we've seen people who said, Holy Spirit say, God say, God says, and they are a mess. We've seen people become fanatics. They won't work because the Holy Spirit said they shouldn't work. Hey! They won't dress well because the Holy Spirit said they shouldn't dress well. So because of excesses, and some people who hear voices of familiar spirits and they say the Holy Ghost, and all that, we just carry the baby in the bathwater and throw it away. So right now, if somebody is in the room, Spending the whole day in God's presence, everybody thinks he's fish. Say, how can you do that? But there comes a time in your life's journey, you need that. Others don't know your assignment, so don't expect them to come and tell you that spend time. You need to know that you need some time. And let me say this. Every one of us, no matter how busy we are, we need a quiet time in God's presence every day. Mike Maddox said three hours every day, his phone is off. Oedipus said three hours every day his phone is off. You too, nobody knows you anywhere in the world. But your phone is always on. When you are praying, the phone is on. Oh. Chancellor of two universities. Pastoring one of the world's biggest churches. Has one of the richest organizations in the whole world. One of the greatest humans on earth. Three hours his phone is off because he said he is with the Holy Ghost. And we too, we are too busy to create space. And we want to hear from God. The voice of the spirit doesn't come in the noise. In fact, even after the outside is quiet, the inside has to be quiet. It takes a lot of time and energy. My brother. But once you learn active obedience, once you learn it, the rest will be commentary. Put it here. Do it this way. Move here. That is what is going to happen to your life this year. Listen. My host pastor in Nigeria says something. You know when I went, the whole message was on the Holy Spirit. And he said to me that there's something definitely wrong. How can Boko Haram or Muslims 
whosoever they are extremists, have the impudence to come blast a church, bend down a church. No, those things can happen once a while somewhere. But like on consistent basis, and they have the impudence. We can just walk into a church and, and nothing deters them. So we want to ask, so where is the Holy Ghost? Where is the presence of God that people fear? I'm robbers put their tools down. Where is it? But you see, when you carry the Ark of Covenant ahead of you, Jordan will dry before you. He said, Joshua, that's all you need to do. Let the priest carry the presence. Carry my presence. And Jordan will give way. I see Jordan give way to us in 2016. Every Jordan, spiritual Jordan, physical Jordan, human Jordan, demonic Jordan, sickness Jordan, financial Jordans. Yeah, it's a good time to pray. Look, you have to pray. Jesus pray with strong cries and tears. Open your mouth and pray. Be on your feet. Come on, open your spirit. Tonight, we declare the Holy Spirit has its place in our mind, in our heart, in our education, in our families. We will learn active obedience and special obedience. Compliance. Attentive. Holy Spirit. Ghana, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. Gansuma, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. West Africa, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. Africa, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. America, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. Europe, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. Boko Haram, we are coming with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, go and cleanse the lepers. When are we going to do that? Hey, cleanse the lepers. The Greek meaning is cleanse. The Hebrew meaning is cleanse. Heal the lepers. Heal them. Raise the dead. When are we going to start doing that? All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. As my father has sent me, so I send you. When are we going to do that? Now, of course. When you carry the ark, the things if you run away before you show up. Listen. A damn ass forbid, speaking with a man's voice, forbid the madness of the prophet. Let me tell you something. Even a damn ass can speak Hebrew with a man's voice and rebuke a prophet. Anything that yields to the Holy Ghost, God can use. Look, 
your race, your sex, your education, notwithstanding. The guys we read, the apostles, they were fishermen. They were unlearned and ignorant men that the Holy Ghost had made wise. They were men of power because they understood the name of Jesus and the Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Open your spirit and your mouth. Open your spirit and your mouth. Do you know the way by which light is parted? Uh, Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know the prayer topic? I want to learn active and special obedience. Ah, Holy Ghost. I want to learn active and special obedience. School me. Train me. What used to be other people's testimonies shall become your testimony. What used to be the prison of those holy apostles and prophets will be a daily experience with you. Now, I want you to lift your hands very high into the air. And if Jesus has to offer prayers and supplications with strong cries and tears to him that was able to save him, and he was head in that he feared. He, he learned reverence. You're going to pray and say, Master, I've been doing my own thing. My own way. <laughs> it has to be your way. People think God just does anything. No, he has a way. That's why his instructions are very specific. It has to be your way. That's the essence of spirituality. Where you can hear God and follow. Where you can obey God fully. Where you are wired, disciplined for the spirit. Open your mouth. I want to learn active obedience. I want to learn active obedience. Open your mouth. Open your spirit. Open your mouth. We in water garden. Another night 
When you learn active obedience, you learn faith. When you learn active obedience, you learn endurance. When you learn active obedience, you are disciplined. When you learn active obedience, you are led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. Let this happen tonight, Lord. 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 We trade it for everything else. We trade it for everything else. In the holy name of Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The will of the Father can be done. God can be well pleased with us. Lift up your hand. Hold my hands, Lord.
says the silver and the gold are mine the cattle upon the thousand here they are mine he said I give you power to make world <laughs> oh power to make world 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 Lift up your hands. God said to Joshua, Unto these people must thou divide an inheritance. Every one person here and his inheritance. Every one person and his portion. In God, we release. 
I release endowments. I release graces and gifts and callings and blessings. Ha! Gifts that are hiding. Potentials that are not realized. I speak. I speak. Full manifestations. Full manifestations. Full manifestation. Total manifestation of what you are created to be. Be an angel of the Lord. Be an angel of the Lord. Be an angel of the Lord. Explosion in your camp, in your ministry, in your business. Your faith come alive. Your faith come alive. Your faith come alive. Your courage, your courage, your strength, your vision come alive. airline operators businessmen businessmen great business women entrepreneurs visionaries hey Kosa Honsa Honsa ah. receive the dew of heaven receive the mantles from heaven receive the cloud the hand of God. Ah. The ancient paths. The right way. Healings. Holiness. Glory. Hope. <laughs> Joy. Power. Life. Today I declare. You will hold in your hands very high that which everyone will covet. That which everyone will covet. May the nations learn obedience through you. May our obedience be fulfilled. May our obedience be complete. Come live in me. Oh my life. Take over. Come breathe. Breathe in me. God pour fresh oil on you. Come live in me. Oh my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. When the clever sickness here healed, there's a problem with the backbone or back. God is healing you right now. Business doors, oil business. I just saw it open. I saw other doors open. Other doors open. 
I saw a door open. It's like a, a librarian or library something. Door just open for somebody. I give you all the glory and I give you all the thanks in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for tonight's impartation service and the miracles thereof. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. We believe this teaching has been a blessing to you. We want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for life-defining and changing moments with the Holy Spirit. Follow us on all social media platforms at Prophet Prince Manasseh Achu and join the Prophet Sunday services at 9 a.m. See you next week.